Hi, and welcome to Untethered with Genlist, the podcast that's here to help you free yourself from the crap that's holding you back so you can claim the life you are meant to live. I'm your host, Jen. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how to stop worry from blocking your joy. Let's dive in. Hey there, unicorn. It's Jen. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is a Thursday thread episode. We are threading out a little piece from the episode with Cheryl Fisher on Tuesday, where she interviewed me and we talked about fun as a strategy. Now, fun, joy, your glittery goodness, these I do believe are actual life strategies. And it's the strategy that most of us have not been taught. And it's a strategy that we get to learn over time. We talked pretty deeply about that. One of the things that really came up in that conversation that she and I spent a little bit of time talking about was worry and how worry is a joy blocker. It legit is worry is a joy blocker. And we're going to dive into that in this episode and start to needle out for you specifically. I want you to be reflecting while you listen to this episode in what ways could worrying be potentially bringing you down, stopping you, keeping you stuck, keeping you from experiencing the greatest joy that you can moment by moment in this life, this thing called life that you are experiencing. So a little example is that a couple of weeks ago, my husband and I went to a lavender farm. This beautiful, oh, it's beautiful lavender farm. Lavender here in Oregon is in full bloom right now until like from back then when we went a couple of weeks ago until a couple of weeks from now. And it's just, there are many fields of lavender and they're so beautiful. And we show up and I'm so excited about being here at this lavender farm and we get there and I'm like, oh my gosh, purple is my favorite color. I don't know what your favorite color is. Purple is mine. And I'm so thrilled to just go in there and go stand in the lavender and smell it and just enjoy this magical experience. I was so excited for it. And we walked into that field. And the closer we got, the louder this noise got. I'm like, what is that? What is that noise? We get closer and closer. And I realize what the noise is. It's bees. Bees. There are bees everywhere. Of course. Bees love lavender. Lavender loves bees. I mean, there are just the hum. I've never heard anything like it. The hum of the bees is just so loud. It's like what you hear in a movie when the hive gets knocked over and you hear the, it was for real so loud, all of these bees. And of course, as any girl does, I wanted to go into the lavender and like be surrounded by it and have that experience. And then of course, get a photo that I could have of myself in the lavender. And I'm standing there thinking, oh my God, I am going to have to walk in between the rows, there's just bees. And you know bees. They are not like just going direct line. They are just willy-nilly flying all over the place. And like, I'm wearing a skirt. What if a bee goes up my skirt? As I'm walking through, you know, I begin to start to worry. And so here I am having this magical experience, ready, braced, excited for this magical experience, like welcoming it into my life. And my greatest nightmare 
is unfolding before me with these bees. So of course, worry begins to come into my court. So let's talk about worry. Naturally, in this situation, worry came up for me. Worry is a natural human emotion. Of course, we experience worry. We need to experience worry. Worry keeps us alive. It's a survival mechanism. It keeps us from doing things that could hurt ourselves. It keeps us from doing things that could hurt other human beings. It legit is a thing that is there to keep us alive. And is it dangerous to run into that field haphazardly? I could, sure, I could get stung by lots and lots of bees if I was not being gentle and careful and doing the things that I know I need to do to not get stung by a bee. So of course, it's natural that worry came about so that it would keep me alive. Now, the challenge with worry is that our our human bodies don't really, we don't really like have a maximum amount of worry. It just seems to just keep growing and festering for most of us because we haven't been taught how to stop the worry and choose out of it, which is what we're going to actually do today in this episode. And so it just overwhelms us. We get so overwhelmed with worry. We worry to excess. And nearly all of us are in an excess of worry, not just about like this B situation is a pretty obvious one, but so many of us are living with it in general. But in this situation with the bees, (laughs) I'm worrying. I'm worrying. And so I was standing there and I knew I had a choice. I could feel the swirl in my body. I could feel this tension, this tightness, this kind of freak out panic that's happening about the bees. And I could feel this pull of like, this is such a magical moment. Don't waste this. So then I started to worry, oh my gosh, I'm going to waste the moment. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get stung by a million bees and I'm being pulled in two directions. And this is where breath work, somatic work, and my mindset work have all come to support me in a moment such as this, very obvious one. We're experiencing these moments all the time, but this is such an obvious one where I was like, it culminated and I was like, this is wild because I can see. I can see the experience that is happening inside of my body right now. I can feel myself freaking out. I can feel myself really wanting the magic of the moment. And I can feel myself worrying that the magic of the moment is getting lost. I was like, isn't this fascinating? Isn't it fascinating to sit back and witness this swirl, this tornado of emotion that is happening in my body right now? And I said, okay, took a couple of deep breaths. And I was like, what am I going to choose in this moment? What do I want to choose? And I said, you know what? I really want that picture of myself in the lavender field. I am going to choose to slowly, I'm going to wrap my skirt tightly around my legs to prevent the bees from going in. Thank you, Worry, for making me think of the fact that a bee could fly up my skirt and accidentally sting me because it gets trapped in there. Not fun for either of us. So I tightly pulled my skirt around my legs. I hiked it up and pulled it in and I walked into the field and I took a few deep breaths while I was in there and I looked around and I saw just purple everywhere. It was a sea of purple. And you know what? As I was standing there, 
I was able to actually take in that sound of the bees. I was like, this feels like something from a movie. I've never heard this many bees before. It's actually kind of a magical experience. It's not the magical experience I expected. (laughs) However, it's actually really cool to be standing here. And of course, the worry tried to toggle back in a couple of times and it was like, do you see the bees? And I was like, no, I'm going to choose to stand here and simply enjoy this moment. And Joey may or may not have been surprised that I stood there for as long as I did, because once I was there, I was like, this is actually okay. And then, of course, I had to realize I needed to walk back out. So I tightened my skirt back up and I walked myself back out of there. And I'm so glad that I did it. And I think, you know, really, I would have done it anyway. A few years ago, I would have just been on high, high, high alert. And due to all of this breath work that I have done, my nervous system is regulated in a way that it really did not stress me out in the way that it might have in the past. And it's totally okay. Like maybe bees don't freak you out and you're like, this story would not have been me at all. Maybe bees do freak you out and you're thinking, absolutely not, would absolutely not go in there. And that's also okay too. We all get to choose the things that we select to experience joy with. And this was something that I really wanted to do. Lots of things can trigger our worry. And what's really interesting, something we talked about in that episode with Cheryl, is that a lot of times it comes in in really unexpected moments to the point that we actually don't realize that the worry has come in in order to bring us down from our joyful experience. This happens all the time. Worry will be our joy breaker. It actually will break the joy. And sometimes that's intentional. Now, in the situation with the bees, <laughs> the joy was actually, the worry was actually there to signal to me this could be dangerous. That was an actual like mechanism. Hey, guess what? This is kind of dangerous. Maybe you should decide something different. And I said, no, I'm going to walk into the danger, baby, into the danger zone. <laughs> and I did it. However, that's not always the case. There are some times when we are experiencing something so good on vacation with our family. We're at Disney World and we're just having the best time. And all of a sudden, somebody starts to cry. (laughs) One of the children starts to cry and that outburst from them makes you worried oh my gosh, is this going to happen during the entire trip? Might have the thought, is this going to be for the rest of the trip? Oh my gosh, tomorrow, what if they throw a fit again? What if we're standing at the front of a ride and all of a sudden they throw a fit and we've stood in this ride for an hour or we scheduled this ride and it was the only ride that we, and you can go down this wild rabbit hole, this wild rabbit hole from one trigger that was real, a very real trigger, like, oh my gosh, my child needs help. They're crying. (laughs) And then our brain starts taking us into the future and beginning to take this one signal and we begin to worry our way out of a good time. And then every time you show up 
at a ride every time you show up in a similar situation, that worry triggers again and it triggers again and it triggers again and it triggers again. And then where is your fun vacation? You're spending it in the future because of worry. And where's the joy in that? It's taking you out of the moment. This is something that worry does. It takes you out of the moment, which is intentional. It takes you out of the moment so you can be like, oh gosh, where do I need I have a decision to make here. But when you allow it to move you into the future and start thinking about future moments, it's not helpful anymore. It is not helpful. You actually cannot, with worry, prepare yourself for the future. Now, let me explain what this means. Sometimes we think, if I have thought about a scenario in 16 different ways about how this could possibly go, here's all the ways that the scenario could possibly go wrong so that I am mentally prepared for when it happens. This is what our mind tells us is going to make us most effective when the thing does happen. It's not true. That is actually scientifically not true. They have done psychological studies about this. People who have thought of every potential scenario for a situation, when that situation does go awry, guess what happens? They're so stressed. Their nervous system is so out of whack. They are so tight. They are so tense that they cannot think creatively in the moment for what generally we can't actually anticipate all of the ifs and ands and little bits of the scenario. So we think we can. We think we can think of all all of these 16 ways that I thought are going to be the thing that happens. And then I'm going to know exactly how to respond. That's BS. You don't know how you're going to, you don't know what exactly is going to happen. So you can't prepare your response. We think we can. And by overthinking it and thinking about all of this, we get ourselves into a place where we cannot think creatively in the moment when it actually happens because you haven't plotted for that exact scenario because you couldn't know that the bird was going to fly across just right at this exact moment when you're also turning a corner and all the things, you know, you didn't know that all of the things were going to be in this scenario. So you can't prepare. So we're actually best off to future plan for every negative outcome less. We are better off to simply experience our worry in the moment and be like, ah, there it is, and then choose the thing that we do want to do. And then when the next thing comes along, we will choose the new thing that we want to do and we will creatively problem solve for what it is, such as the way that I rolled my skirt in. Like, oh yeah, there's bees. I'm wearing a skirt. You know, I could have been like, oh my gosh, we're going to a lavender field. I need to plan the perfect outfit. And so I'm thinking about all the things and like how stressed would I have been (laughs) walking into that field with all of these thoughts that I had already had about all of these things when I suddenly realized that the cuff on my pants is actually like something that a bee could accidentally get in. And then that's how I end up getting stung, right? Because I thought I could plan for all the things and then I'm like all hyped up. This is what happens to us. (laughs) You know, these examples are kind of silly. And at the same time, it's all silly. Like worry is silly. Another thing that we really need to avoid is excessive reassurance seeking for our worries. Constantly looking to other people 
for temporary relief about our worries, like telling other people about it. Oh my gosh, I, I've been thinking about this. I've been worrying about that, blah, blah, blah. Telling other people actually reinforces our anxiousness too, because do you know what it does? It either sends us into the past and the things that we have previously experienced, or it sends us into the future again, starting to future worry trip and your nervous system gets all tense. So worry can be a challenge. We've established that, that it's not something that is always effective for us. But where can it be productive? It's actually a really helpful thing. First of all, for survival, we spoke about that. But another thing that worry can do is to point you to something that you actually really want. Because when worry triggers, it's often that it happens in a moment of joy in a moment where things are flowing along so freely and so effortlessly that you actually hit your joy breaker. (laughs) You hit your maximum. It's like, oh my goodness, this is going so well and I'm flowing along freely. And then it's like "Mm," worrying about something. It comes in to stop the flow because your body starts to freak out. It's like, how can things go so easily? I can't handle this much joy and it trips. And that's when a worry comes in. So if you catch yourself in a bout of wondering about the future, of thinking about all these things that could happen, of starting to get stressed out about stuff, of ruminating over something, think about, ask yourself, what is the joyful thing that I really desire? Where was I in flow? Where did this worry come and trip me up? What is it actually coming in and signaling to me that I actually really want? Say you're out on a date with someone and the date is going so well. You're like, oh my goodness, this guy is really awesome. This gal is really awesome. I'm just really enjoying this. This is going so swell. All of a sudden, you start worrying if they're going to ask you on another date. That worry has come up to signal to you this is something really good. This right here, this is the good juice. So whether or not you do end up going on a date with this person on another date is actually irrelevant. What matters is for you to turn in and say, what is it about this date that is so good for me? Like, what is it about this person? What is it about this moment? What am I enjoying so much? And then when you get that juicy nugget, that like, oh, I loved the way that he pulled out the chair for me and just really made me feel seen, really made me feel special. Oh, I really love the way that he leaned in and actually listened to my conversation. Because then when you really notice those things that you were enjoying that were bringing you so much delight, it doesn't necessarily matter if you go on a date with that person again, because you know what you want and what you loved and you can go find it in whatever way You don't even need to find it. You just get to allow it to come to you again. And it might come to you with that person or it might come to you with someone else. So I hope that makes it clear that worry can point us to things that we really do desire and actually help us get far more specific about the things that we really, really do want. So while worry can kind of get in the way Kind of be annoying sometimes. It can take us out of the moment. 
it can be the thing that when our joy breaker flips, it's the thing that comes in and you're like, oh my gosh, here I am again. We can catch ourselves and we can be frustrated when we catch ourselves worrying like, why am I thinking these thoughts again? Well, there there is a signal to help you, to support you, first of all, to signal you to not die somehow (laughs) in some freak B accident. (laughs) And it also can help to signal to you that there is something here that you really want, something that you really desire. Oh, is there an opportunity for you to get even more specific about those feelings just to turn in and be like, oh, what yummy feelings are here for me that I can really feel right now in this moment? So we don't have to lean into the feelings of freak out that are starting to spill in. We get to turn and lean into the other feelings that that freak out, stress, crunchy feeling is pointing us to. So here's something we are going to start inviting into our Thursday threads. We're going to end each Thursday thread with a little moment of breath, a little moment to reflect, a little moment for you to simply integrate what we have learned here into a practice that you can use in your daily life. So if you're driving, if you're walking, you can probably do this along with us. If you're driving, simply be careful. You can always pause this and come back to it later. If you're seated, you can do this eyes open or closed. So when you find yourself worrying, here is a strategy. Here's a little tool that you can engage with. So in a seated position or laying down, take three deep breaths into your nose, out through the mouth, into the nose, out through the mouth, ensuring your diaphragm is pulling down on each of those inhales. And that diaphragm moving back up on each of your exhales, relaxing. Now calling to mind, if you're in a moment of worry, if you have a worry that is on your mind, go ahead and call that worry to mind. And as you consider that worry, take your fingertips from your right hand and touch your left elbow. Rub your fingertips from the bottom of that elbow all the way up to the fingertips on your left hand and go all the way back down. So you're rubbing from your elbow up to your fingertips. And even though you are worrying right now, even though there is a stress that is on your mind, that is on your heart. Even though I feel stressed or anxious about this thing, it is safe for me to experience joy in this moment. Even though I feel worried and I find myself venturing into the future, venturing into the past, It is safe for me to feel happiness right now. Continue to rub those fingers from your elbow up to your other fingertips, continuing to breathe deeply 
expanding that diaphragm on those inhales and releasing on those exhales. Witnessing if there are any contracting sensations in your belly, in your chest, in any areas, any resistance that you're feeling, signaling that worry, signaling that stress. It's continuing to breathe and running those fingertips gently up and down your arm, signaling safety, signaling relaxation, reminding your body that it is safe indeed for you to feel joy in this moment, even though you might have a worry, even though your mind is taking you drifting into other times, other places, allowing that sensation on your skin, the sensations of your breath to bring you back here into the joy of the present moment. And you can continue to do this activity, continuing to breathe, continuing to run those fingertips over your arm. What this is doing is continuing to signal safety to yourself continuing to remind yourself that it is okay for you to experience pleasure and joy in the here and the now. Thank you so much for listening to today's Thursday thread. It means the world to me that you would listen to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, if there's something great that you got out of it, if you have somebody in your life who you know worries and could use a little support with this activity or this message, send it to a friend. You can take a little screenshot, share it on social media. You can always tag me. I'm Untethered Jen on Instagram. I will always, always reshare your messages if you tag me. Thank you again so much for listening. You just keep shining your magical unicorn light out there for all to see. I'll see you next time. Bye.